You're listening to Unapologetic Leadership, a podcast that focuses on reflecting on the work that we're doing as school leaders and challenging ourselves to grow within our experiences. I'm your host, Dr. Marcus Beelan. I'm a principal, a father of three, a husband, and I am driven by the passion of educating young people. I'm super excited about this journey of creating this podcast that will remain honest and practical. It's time to strengthen the pipeline of educators and school leaders and begin this journey of exploring unapologetic leadership. Hey, what's up? It's Dr. Marcus Beelan, and thank you for joining me again on episode two of Unapologetic Leadership. This episode is titled Leading Through the Pandemic. And over the course of the next few episodes, we're going to talk about leadership during this time of COVID-19 and a pandemic that has completely rocked our world. And it's been unreal, just some of the experiences that we've all had to deal with. So I'm definitely going to be bringing in some voices of school leaders who have done some great work within their buildings, but also to to hear some of the lessons that we have all learned as school leaders. So whether you're an aspiring school leader or you have been in the game for for many years, it's always important to hear the stories of others because I I firmly believe that we can learn from each other no matter uh, how old we are, how long we have been uh, in the game of school leadership, but also to Um, Because it's important that the lessons that we have learned, that we share them, because that one is going to uh, strengthen our toolkits, put more tools in our toolkits because we learn from the experiences of other people. But also, too, it's things that we don't necessarily think about that could work within our school community. So I hope that during this episode, you gain a little bit of knowledge. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of my experiences in leading through the pandemic. And then in these next few episodes, we're going to hear from some other people. So without further ado, we're going to hop right on in. Uh, Just a reminder to the listeners, please subscribe. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. You can also, too, subscribe uh, through my website at drmarcusbeelan.com. Also, too, follow me on Twitter at Marcus J. Beelan. Definitely would love to connect with you all. Um, So, without further ado, let's take it all the way back. Let's rewind it to March 16th of 2020, uh, a time where we all were like, hey, what's going on? What do we need to do? And how do we adjust to this new learning environment uh, that we didn't know we were going to be in for a year? So my first thoughts on March 16th, when uh, the governor said that we were shutting down as a state uh, of Illinois, and I live in Illinois, so we've been shut down for a little while. um, And now we're kind of opening up a lot more. But back on March 16th, we didn't know what that meant, right? Phases and tears and if kids were going to be coming back to school and what we were going to be able to do in our own lives on the weekends and after school and things of that nature was so many things that were up in the air that we didn't understand. Uh, and on March 16th, when we closed the doors of Huntley High School in our district, we thought like, OK, we'll be out for two weeks and we'll be back. Kids left their stuff in their lockers. Teachers left their stuff in their classrooms. And little did we know we were not returning to the building. Uh, and we had to figure out a way to continue education for our kids in a remote environment. And fortunately for us, we have the technology to be able to do it. But just the understanding the platforms and people who have had to stretch their understanding of technology um, and figuring out how to take a classroom and put it 
into an online format to be able to still connect with kids on top of dealing with the social emotional struggles that students had from being separated from their friends not only separated from their friends and separated from the school building but they were stuck in their homes we had to wear masks we had to social distance which was a new term you know for us and uh kids not knowing what was going on and as a school leader that is one of the things that was biggest to me was um, making sure that our kids know that they were loved and that they were cared about. And during this pandemic, that was a message that we wanted to carry across to them uh, all the time uh, because many of them have faced challenges, right? And I grew up on the south side of Chicago, and I will, I, I'll tell you that some of my friends uh, and some of the, the backgrounds and environments that they came from, like getting out of their home was sometimes an escape, Right. Getting to school and being able to escape from some of the challenges that they faced. And now they are living in those places every day uh, and they don't have the escape. So the challenges that they faced were uh, were a little monumental, you know, and as a school leader, it's important that, you know, I continue to be a beacon of light for the school community and for the people that I lead and serve. Uh, but the challenge for me was I didn't know necessarily what and how I was going to do this. Um, because people in, in the midst of chaos and in the midst of uh, uncertainty are going to look to someone, right? And at Huntley High School, I felt like I was that person, right? So um, one of the things that I immediately started doing was I, I made daily videos. I made daily videos for my staff. Uh, I posted uh, on Instagram, uh, did Instagram Live just so that people can connect and see each other. Um, and those videos, sometimes I would just hit the record button, not knowing what to say or how to say it. So I just resorted to just being my genuine self and just say, Hey, look, we got this. We're in this together. We will figure it out. Uh, but to challenge my staff to be able to connect with each other, right? Even though we weren't able to see each other in the building, uh, and for those whose classrooms were right next to each other, or when teachers would sit in a teacher's lounge and just talk about the day or, PLCs would get together and talk about what they were doing in their classrooms and teaching their kids. I didn't want that to stop. Just because the pandemic had pushed us into our own homes and away from the building, I didn't want uh, the connections that we had to stop just because of this. So uh, I continued to challenge our entire administrative team and our, our teachers uh, to connect with each other, even if it was just a call to say, hey, and check in to see how people were doing. Uh, and that is a big lesson throughout all of this was to be able to make sure that you connect with people for the sake of connecting, not for the sake of hopping on a Zoom to talk about uh, the work and having a meeting or uh, sitting down and lesson planning and trying to to gather ideas and thoughts of what we were going to do during this time. But it was most important that we still continue to check on people uh, just because we all were going through this, right? We were all going through the uncertainty. Um, and, you know, for my school community and especially for the students, it was continuing to find ways to connect them. And so I, I utilized social media uh, and our Instagram was, we were moving and grooving <laughs> weekly uh, and daily sometimes just posting those videos and pictures and things of that nature. We were also too on the brink of uh, graduation for our seniors 
um, the senior events that they are most used to that they were not going to be able to participate in. Uh, and so we turned our, our, our mindset to recognizing them. So there was a lot going on from March 16th, at least until the end of the school year. Um, one of my non-negotiables for my entire staff is to be on fire for kids. Like every day that kids walk into the classroom, it is it's go time, right? It's anytime they walk into the building when we can impact uh, their future in such a positive way. And we hold so much as educators. Uh, and so even during this time uh, in a pandemic where teachers didn't know and understand, and even for me uh, as a building principal, didn't know all of what we were heading into, uh, you know, being a beacon of light for our kids, especially during a dark time, is where they're going to look to. Uh, and kids, all they look at us as uh, in the midst of chaos, when something is happening, how are the adults responding to what's going on? If as a building leader, I'm completely crazy, I'm like, I don't know what's happening, and I completely drop off the face of the earth, you don't hear from me. You know, it's, we're in a pandemic. I'm just in my home and all I'm doing is answering emails and I'm not showing myself in some form to my staff and to my students. They're going to think, well, our leader doesn't know. So I guess we're just, we're just out here, right? No one wants a building leader. No one wants a leader in general in any capacity in which you'd lead to, uh, to not know. But also to the reality is leading through this pandemic, I didn't know. Right. I was very vulnerable to my staff and I told my staff like, hey, I don't know how long we're going to be out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure this thing out. We're going to figure out what we need to do to be as successful as we can and uh, continue to be on fire for kids. Right. But I don't have all of the answers and I'm seeking, you know, leadership from, you know, my district office, my superintendent, like I'm seeking leadership as well, but also to know that they don't. Right. So this is just like a trickle effect of a whole bunch of people not knowing. But in the same sense, it's also recognizing that we we do know something. Right. We do know that we can connect with people. We do know that we can engage uh, in work. We had technology in our building. So our kids just resorted to uh, to Zoom, which was a platform that we use. We also started using uh, Google Hangouts when we first started. So we did what we could until we figured out a more streamlined way to uh, to make these connections. But again, hopping into it to figure out what's going to work best for us was where we had to start. Um, and so you know, for our kids, when they're looking at us uh, to figure out how we're moving forward, it's important uh, that we do the best that we can, right, with what we have. Uh, like I stated, I was very vulnerable to my staff, and I was okay uh, as a leader saying I don't know. And I think my staff, and I hope my staff respected me enough to be able to say that uh, and be unapologetic about me saying that and feeling that way, right? Like, I'm not going to go out there and be someone that I'm not. Uh, in this in this case, I'm also too not going to go out and and be the know it all of a pandemic again because I haven't led through it. So uh, I think it was just being honest with them about it. But on the on the flip side of that, as a as a school leader, I was going to do the best that I can to learn as much as I could. Right. I watched the news every day. I talked with other uh, building principals that were in schools around me that were close uh, because some of the decisions that were being made for our schools were being made for all of our schools in our area. Uh, I talked with people downstate Illinois, uh, in other states to just say, hey, what's going on? What you, what are you doing? So I was doing what I could to learn from others. 
in in the midst of just waking up every day and operating. Um, and that's an important lesson, right? It's an especially if you're an aspiring leader, but also too, if you've been in the game, like I stated earlier, if you've been in the game for uh, quite some time, it's okay to say, "Hey, I don't know." Uh, and and that I think is is important for people to see the vulnerability of us as, as school leaders, um, and that we're going to find the answers possible. So, um, so yeah, that that really took us uh, through until the end of the year, right? And and going into the summer vacation. Uh, and it really wasn't a vacation. It was just continuing in the in what we were doing, right? We were just shut down and we were in our homes. So, um, so my leadership uh, was definitely challenged and tested during that time. Um, over, like I stated, you know, over the course of the next few weeks um, and the episodes that I'm going to be posting, I'm going to continue talking about school leadership. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening in. We're going to bring some school leaders in in the next few episodes. So stay tuned to that again. It is always a pleasure. I am humbled by the experience to be able to connect uh, with the listeners. Uh, and it's again, I don't, I'm not going to have any completely earth shattering um, revelations, but it's also great to be able to just share my voice with, uh, with people who are in the same position or aspiring to be in that same position um, in hopes that the lessons that I'm learning, uh, the unapologetic leadership that I am uh, going through as a leader uh, is helpful to someone. If it's just one person, it's just one person, uh, and it can be successful that way. Uh, again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Leading Through the Pandemic, and I can't wait for you to join me on the next episode of Unapologetic Leadership. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of Unapologetic Leadership. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus J. Beelan, or you can visit me on my website, drmarcusbeelan.com. I would love to connect with you. Remember, take care of yourself. Be well, stay safe, and be unapologetically you.